BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Pass picked off by TJ for Big three. Shot. Yes! And the Cougars take the lead. Top of the key three for TJ Haas. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Well, good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. Tonight, the BYU Cougars are in beautiful Maui. I only say that because I've seen pictures. I've never actually been there. But they're in Maui to face the UCLA Bruins in the Maui Invitational. And after a big road win at Houston, the BYU Cougars could not keep the momentum going last Wednesday night in Boise. BYU lost to Boise State in overtime, 72-68. That loss dropped the Cougars' record to 3-2. and BYU struggled mightily shooting the basketball, hitting just 38% from the field and 29% from three. BYU is in the midst of five straight games away from Provo, the last three coming over the next three days in Maui. This is now the fourth appearance by BYU in the Maui Invitational, which, by the way, also features teams like Kansas, Michigan State, Georgia, Virginia Tech, Dayton, and Chaminade. Several games have already been played. We'll get to some of those scores coming up a little bit later on. But tonight's game versus UCLA is the first matchup between the Cougars and the Bruins since back in 2010. UCLA is 4-1, and one, coming off a little bit of a head-scratching loss to Hofstra at home, 88 88- to 78 the Bruins as you would expect are a big quick athletic team led by big man Jalen Hill who's averaging 15 and 9 now UCLA is a good team but not putting up huge numbers in fact statistically speaking they're actually pretty familiar excuse me similar to BYU with one glaring exception the dreaded R word rebounding that's that word again rebounding the Bruins are Uh, plus nine rebounding against their opponents, BYU minus five on the boards. And I know it sounds like a broken record, but the Cougars are going to have to find a way to be better on the glass, not to mention shoot the ball better. That's obviously one of the things that did them in last Wednesday at Boise State. For more on tonight's matchup against the UCLA Bruins, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, kind enough to catch up with assistant coach Cody Feger. And I don't know if the interview actually took place directly on the beach, but I do know that Greg asked Cody about how the team is enjoying the islands. It's absolutely beautiful out here. The guys are really enjoying it. Um, but they do have a limit on how long they can be outside. It's, it's not an all-day deal. or It's maybe 30 to 40 minutes a day. And we want them inside, kind of just, you know, it, it's good to be outside for a little bit, but but we're here for a business trip. It's a business trip with a few perks, and I, I think every college basketball program wants to be a part of this event at some point. That's fair to say? Oh, 100%. This is the best tournament there is. This is what everyone wants to watch. This is what everyone talks about in the preseason. Uh, this is all, all over ESPN, all over every sports thing. This is... This is what it's all about. We're, we're so happy to be here. What a great field. And uh, let's maybe chat a bit about uh, your opening draw, UCLA. UCLA, uh, incredible team, great head coach, great coaching staff, and they are big. They are 6'9", 6'9", 6'9", are the three, three guys that start for them. Um, Jalen Hill, incredible rebounder. He's their leading scorer and rebounding guy right now. Um, so he, he's, a, he's a pain to deal with. And then they got Cody Riley, another 6'9", big, lefty, strong. Chris Smith is their second leading scorer, and he starts for them at the three. 
and uh, he can really shoot it, he can drive it, and he can offensive rebound it. So we got those three guys going hard to the offensive glass, and then they got Prince Ali. He's their starting two guard. He's really good in ISO situations, and he's taking the most threes right now. He hasn't shot it great, but he's shooting 21% from three. Um, and then we've got uh, Tiger Campbell, who's the head of the snake for them, who's a really good pass-first guy. He's averaging over five assists a game. Um, and every time he tries to get in the paint, he's trying to make plays and make passes to those big guys. Um, so how they are scoring right now is really offensive rebounders. Offensive rebounds, sorry. So it's really they just throw it up and go get it, those three guys. Which you saw against, uh, say, San Diego State, let's say. Uh, 100%. Yeah. And... Another thing is that they get to the free throw line. Um, uh, Jalen Hill is going to the free throw line. I think it might be nine times a game, something like that. It, it's ridiculous. He's shooting 67%, percent, 69%. So those guys are getting to the foul line. and um, So our deal tonight is going to be keeping these guys out of the paint, trying to keep them out of the paint, keep these guys in front, and rebound the ball guard without following so it's going to be a fun game 15 years ago came here with BYU and uh, the opening game was against North Carolina number one team in the country at the time they stopped at Santa Clara on their way over and played Santa Clara before they came to Maui and they lost that game and that might have been the worst thing to happen to BYU was have Carolina lose a game right before Maui I bring that up because UCLA is cruising or four and zero. Hofstra gets them at Poly the other night. I'm not sure how to feel about that game. I know, I know. It's I, I'm the same way. Uh, just because you know Coach Cronin was going to be ripping their heads off, and you know, uh, you know, we started watching a little of his Cincinnati stuff and just kind of seeing what what he does after losses, things like that. So we're we're trying to feel the whole thing out. But but we were thinking the same thing. But this Hofstra team team's actually really good. They went to Fullerton on Sunday and beat them by 20 at Fullerton. So, Hofstra's a good team, um, but but our guys, now we're coming off a loss too. Our guys are hungry, they're fired up, and, and they're ready to go to battle. Okay, on that note, uh, you guys are playing pretty well. Of course, the buzzer beater helps you feel good uh, going into Boise. Boise, uh, half step back at all, or how do you look at that game relative to where you are through five games? I mean, we out-rebounded them. I think we looked a little tired maybe in the first half that game. We looked a little, a little stuck in the mud. The ball was a little too sticky, and, and we showed our guys that stuff. So we kind of drilled them all week. On, we are trying to get to the third side um, in our in our offense this, this, this game. You know, let's not just dribble around. Let's make passes. Uh, you know, I watched their game against UCLA's game against Southern Utah. Anytime Southern Utah passed the ball more than two times, they scored on 70% of the possessions. So if we can get this ball to the third side, we're going to win this game. Cody, appreciate the uh, the pregame preview, and I guess I should ask you right now uh, what's been uh, the favorite part of this trip so far. Hopefully there's some wins that will add to it, but for you, uh, family, staff, what's been the highlight so far? Uh, just just being around these guys you know we had an incredible time with them in Italy it was awesome you know and then just being with them just the whole time you know it's uh, spending a ton of time with them and seeing what they want to do and you know have fun this is my third time in Maui now so we're excited about it we're excited to be here 
Cody, good to talk to you. Uh, good luck tonight against the Bruins. Appreciate it. Thanks, Rubes. Thank you to Greg Rubel for grabbing that interview with assistant coach Cody Feeger. This season, BYU Basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, we're going to head to the Lahaina Civic Center for a courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Oh, I've got some questions for him. Cougar Pregame Live continues in a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pre-Game Live. Time for our courtside conversation. I'm in our BYU Radio Studios in Provo, Utah. Let's head out to Maui in the Lahaina Civic Center. Welcome in Mark Durant. Mark, it is good to talk to you, my friend. How are you? Hey, hey, I'm doing great. And this time I really mean it. Guys, a lot of times, you know, I'll say yeah, I'm doing great. I'm here in... Uh, uh, Spokane, I'm doing great. No, I'm really doing great. No, I, I completely know why you would be doing so great. Here's my first question to you. How many Hawaiian shirts did you pack, or was the plan to get the authentic ones on the island when you got there? I got I got uh, two Hawaiian shirts. I'm wearing one tonight. It's a BYU Hawaii shirt I got many years ago, and it used to, like, uh, just drown me, and now it fits just right. I don't know what that means, but... Uh, <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, I got I got a couple. Maybe pick up another one. With bigger guys, uh, the Hawaiian shirts, the go-to shirts. So I'm going to get me one. All right. Well, uh, I'm sure you look fantastic. I can't wait to see as the the TV cameras pan along the uh, the baseline or the uh, the sideline and see you and uh, and oh, Greg sitting there. Oh, I, I know. You don't need to. You don't need to tell me. Uh, let's talk about BYU versus Boise State a couple of days ago. Uh, it was a game you did not uh, call with Greg, so you missed that one in person. But I know you were watching, and BYU struggled, especially shooting the ball. And to me, it wasn't about not getting good looks or even taking bad shots. The ball just didn't go in. What are your thoughts on that loss? I, I thought BYU gave themselves chances to make shots. They just weren't falling. Yeah, I mean, it was hard for me to really assess the effort uh, from that. But, I, you know, watching that Houston game, that was a superlative effort. And that the effort is what won it for BYU, not necessarily the shooting. They, they weren't terrible. But they, they weren't lights out at the beginning of the game maybe but in that game it's not like they really outshot Houston and that's how they got the win they just really really worked hard and it's hard for me to assess the effort uh, in the Boise State game I think you go into that thinking maybe you know this this isn't Houston this is a game we should get maybe that effort just isn't quite as amped up as they were for uh, Houston and then then you're in a game if you let another team kind of hang around then they get confidence they're in the game they're making plays at the end of the game, and it's, you know, who knows what could happen. That's That happened to Houston. Who knows what could happen for them? The ball goes in for BYU. Didn't go in against Boise, but, but clearly, clearly, especially without Yoli Childs, and that's kind of the, you know, just just press play on without Yoli Childs because almost everything about this team is qualified. Until BYU gets Yoli Childs back, it, they've got to shoot well from the three-point line. And, they, they, I mean, they just have to. And TJ is, is not playing well. Uh, no one loves TJ more than me. And that, that shot he made to win that Houston game is all-timer. We all agree on that. But, but he's a senior, and he, he's got to shoot better. Now, I don't know what's going on, whether it's kind of a new coach trying to – he's trying to figure out, you know, playing with Jake and a new coach. And 
getting that that uh, mojo going a little bit for him. He had the the injuries where he's not playing. I, you know, sometimes you get an injury and you go out and you shoot, but you can't shoot the same way because you're injured. But you want to shoot, and it kind of gets some little things in your shot. I'm fully confident that TJ will kind of work out of it, but it's just really hard when you got a senior all-conference type guard and then your all-universe players out. You need guys to really play well. And BYU doesn't get a lot of easy shots because teams don't have to respect the inside game, really, to be honest with you. And they can really overplay threes and try and take you out of your three-point game. So, Guys like that need to step up. Zach needs to be better. Everybody. I mean, Connor's been playing really well, but the guys need to play better. Alex Barcelo, two points. It's just unacceptable. He's he's too big a part of what BYU's doing right now. He's got to be better. Guys just need to be better, and there's just no time. You, you can't wait around. And This is the Maui Invitational. This is a premier tournament in the country. You got. I'm watching Kansas, for heaven's sake, right in front of me. I got Bill Walton. I could throw a spitwad at Bill Walton. I, sometimes I'd like to. But he, he's just right down. Uh, the, I mean, this is the big-time yeah. stuff. This is what you play for. You come. BYU's been here, and they have had good performances. Uh, I played here, and it's really cool to be in this gym. It's the same gym, and fortunately now they have air conditioning because when I played, they didn't. It was it was hot. But, it, I mean, this is really cool college basketball stuff, and you're playing UCLA, for heaven's sake, and it's a game that you can win. So you better come out with that Houston-type effort, and then you better start knocking down some shots because you don't have the easy shots. You don't have a big guy inside to get you consistent scoring. You've got to make the three. That's all. I mean, you you look at the Hofstra game. How did they do it? They got out-rebounded by nine points, nine nine rebounds. They beat UCLA. How did they do it? Made six more threes on about the same number of attempts. That's how you win games, especially if you're BYU right now. Hit the three. It's got to start with T.J., TJ has another overnight. It's gonna it's gonna be a loss. After the game on Wednesday, when Coach Pope was talking with Greg and Terry, he had mentioned that he has to begin to trust more guys on the bench and ex- possibly expand his rotation. Who on the bench do you think can make the biggest impact if given more time? Well, I don't know that we classify uh, Connor as a bench guy, but he's he's playing he's playing as good as anybody on this team. And I think what you do for the short term is have. Connor get TJ minutes and TJ get Connor minutes until TJ starts knocking down some shots and you play him. Connor is strong. He, he can score at the rim. He can shoot the three. A good rebounder, good defender. Uh, so I, I would like to see Connor get uh, a lot more of those uh, minutes for BYU. And, and, and really it's, it's, it's not I don't want to go too, too much further down the list to be honest with you. I I want the guys that who are supposed to play well to play well and not have to be searching for something. I don't know that there's any answers looking past Connor down the bench that it's going to be somebody that steps in and just really surprises you with how well they're going to play. But I, I just want maybe give a little more time to Connor and then have Alex and TJ play better. You talked a little bit about the Bruins just a, just a moment ago, and this is another big, athletic, long team that – you know, has a has a, uh, a, I think it's plus nine on the rebounds over their opponents. I mean, th- this is what they do, and this has obviously thus far been the Achilles heel of BYU in terms of rebounding. What are your overall thoughts on UCLA and how BYU matches up with them? Well, I mean, it's <laughs> rinse, repeat for BYU this year. They've played a lot of these types of teams, 
and uh, it's it's a struggle. I mean, you're probably going to get out rebounded pretty good, but uh, but uh, you know if BYU is really determined, like that Houston game, they were so outmatched athletically, but they were really really determined and did a nice job in that game, uh, keeping even with uh, Houston on the board. So it's that same same type of thing. Uh, I mean, Jalen Hill, six ten, good player. BYU just has nobody to match that. Um, you've got uh, Colby Lee, but and he's size wise he can, but he just doesn't match the athleticism. And Colby's been uh, really a nice surprise for me. I think he's done a nice job. But no matter how good Colby plays, it's probably going to be a mismatch in the paint. So you just kind of concede that. So then you look for, what, well, what can BYU do well? Well, execute well. I think they've had way too much kind of individual stuff, a lot of dribbling. They need to have more of a focus on ball movement, less dribbling. If you dribble, you're dribbling to make either make a layup or make a pass, not just dribbling to dribble. Dribble with the purpose, get in the paint, draw defenders, kick it to shooters. That's what BYU needs to do, and that's what, you know, we always talk about ball getting sticky. Guys have to trust. You talk about trusting your teammates more. Make a move to, to get someone else a shot, not just to, you know, give, give me a black hole and I'm going to go get us a shot. It's just They're just not good enough to win games that way. You've got to beat teams by your team. And uh, so, you know, UCLA's got, it's like I said, it's going to be a replay of what we've already seen, but BYU's shown that they can play with that and also shown they can really uh, struggle with that. And that's probably how it will be tonight. There will be times when they're doing really well. And there, there are times when it's a, it's a desert out there for them. Uh, because, like I said, Yoli's not there. He's a guy that's going to give you consistent scoring. Without him, it's going to kind of be like a roller coaster. You're making a, you make a couple threes in a row, and then you go five minutes without scoring. It's, it's, it's real struggle. So bottom line, a team that – even though you're outmatched, this is it's not Houston, uh, and it's a team you can beat. It's a bottom of the Pac-12 type team right now, and we'll see how it all shakes out. That's kind of where they, they're looking, and so it, it's a team you should feel confident about coming in and having a chance to succeed. But you got to play clean, got to play hard, got to knock down some threes. That's the formula. I want you to elaborate a little bit more on the atmosphere there. You talked about how you know you there you see Kansas and. You know, Tom Izzo's walking around with Michigan State, and Bill Walton is there, and it's a smaller gym. What kind of an opportunity is this for BYU to be in this field? Oh, it, I mean, this is a great honor, and the Maui Invitational has always been really good about bringing in BYU. And like I said, I played, and I think they've played three times since then. I've been to all of them, and uh, th- this is this is really cool. I mean, it's, like I said, it's a small gym, maybe St. Mary's-ish, uh, and but it's so cool. I mean, I'm looking at it, and this place is jam packed to the gills with Kansas fans. They travel like you would not believe, and they're loud. And uh, it, it's it's great to see the following they have and the, how they travel. And you go down the list. You mentioned Michigan State. And Virginia, Virginia, I mean, this this is a premier destination. Who doesn't want to go to uh, to Maui and have a great time with your family? Go to basketball games. I mean, it's just an ideal setting. And you talk. You just every year you go down the list of the teams invited to this. The fact that BYU is kind of a consistent invite to this uh, shows how you know they kind of view BYU. And BYU's had, uh, you know, when I played, we made it to championship game against Bobby Hurley and Grant Hill and Duke. I mean, 
Kevin Nixon hits a game winner against <laughs> Oklahoma, yep. and we play against a- Anthony Hardaway. We played against him in Memphis State, and he had one of the nicest dunks, I think, over Gary Trost that I've ever seen. Gary will be mad if I got that wrong, but he dunked over somebody, and it was awesome. But uh, that, that's what the stories you can kind of tell when you're done playing. I played against Kansas. I played against uh, Michigan State and this guy that's in the NBA for 20 years, and I played against that guy. It's really, really cool to be here. Last question for you, Mark. Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen and Orm probably present our keys to the game. Mark, what are your keys to tonight's game? Well, I think, uh, you know, it's a broken record, but it's just the three so important for BYU. I say they have to make uh, four more threes than UCLA. If they do that, they'll win. I like it. I like the way you're thinking. Hey, uh, thank you for taking the time. I'm, uh, I'm really happy for you and Greg to be out in Maui enjoying the sun. It's 30 degrees out here and snowed earlier today. Uh, will you go over and say hi to Bill Walton for me? Tell him Jason <laughs> Shepard says hello and see if his, he pretends I, that he knows who I am. I will. I mean, you're big time. You, you're inter- interviewing big time people. I saw Donovan the other day at the soccer game, so he probably knows who you are. And, and just remember, when you're cold there in Utah, Jason, just let that, the, the memory of that TJ game winner oh, warm you up. Feeling warmer already. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. Right, see you, man. There we go. Mark Durant joining us from the Lahaina Civic Center, site of today's uh, BYU-UCLA game in the Maui Invitational. After a quick timeout, we'll check out some other scores, including games earlier today in Maui. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. Getting you ready for BYU and UCLA, the last game of the evening, although evening is an earlier evening in Hawaii, seeing as how they're three hours behind us here in the Mountain Time Zone. Updating you on earlier action in Maui, Dayton took care of business over Georgia, 80-61. to How about this one? Virginia Tech defeats Michigan State, 71-66. to uh, The game going on right now, it's about to be a final. The, the game is over, uh, even though it's not officially over. There's a minute 13 to go. Number four, Kansas, is going to beat Chaminade. Uh, the Jayhawks are up 90-63. So what that means is if BYU can win tonight, they will play Kansas tomorrow at 8.30 Mountain Time. Uh, if BYU does not win, they will face Chaminade tomorrow at 3 o'clock Mountain Time. But again, that score right now with under one minute to go is Kansas 90, Chaminade 63. One other game in the top 25 currently going on uh, with 11 minutes to go. Uh, number 18, Auburn leading at New Mexico, uh, let's see, 58-37 is the score in favor of Auburn. Uh, Also earlier today, uh, locally in the Gulf Coast Showcase, Weaver State taking on Wright State, Wildcats fall 72-57. All right, coming up on the other side, we'll get you to the Lahaina Civic Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. (music) 
It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America Visa credit cards featuring triple rewards. Now, let's head back to the MoBetta's courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans and aloha as we welcome you inside the Lahaina Civic Center on the island of Maui for the nightcap on opening day of the Maui Gym Maui Invitational. Tonight, it's 3-2, and two, BYU taking on 4-1 and one UCLA in the 24th all-time meeting between these two programs, but the first since the days of Jimmermania nine years ago. My name is Greg Rubel. I'll have tonight's play-by-play call for you. Join courtside by my commentary colleague Mark Durant, the former Cougar Ironman, beloved former Cougar Ironman. And we've done this set together long enough that uh, 2019 marks our third Maui Invitational as broadcast partners. But you can do me one better because you got to play in this tournament back in 1992. And to this day, it remains BYU's best performance in Maui. You helped the Cougars to the title game in 92 against top-ranked Duke after racking up wins over Oklahoma and Michigan State. Those are the kinds of games against big-time teams you always get in this great event. So fun, so fun to be back. I mean, it's just the, to me, the premier event. Everybody wants to be here, and BYU's been lucky to be here as much as they had. I remember come, it's the first year back off my mission, and what great games. Oklahoma was ranked. Kevin hits the game winner in that game, and then we're up kind of big uh, over Memphis. They come back under Penny Hardaway as a freshman. I remember sitting in a hot tub with Penny Hardaway. I mean, it was surreal. He was big time back then. Everybody knew he was going to be amazing, and we win that game, and then we're playing. Duke and I'm going one. I'm going one on one against Grant Hill. I mean, that's this is crazy talk. And she was so strong and so good. And we got drilled in that game, and that was okay. Coach, you're looking at Coach K over there yelling at his team, yelling. And he almost got in a fist fight with Jared Miller because Jared Miller was just knocking guys over for Duke, and he didn't want his precious players to get hurt by some guy from BYU. But anyway, it was it was a lot of fun. This is a great environment. So cool to be back and. What you got to do, Greg, is really take advantage of it. Get, I mean, you, you, t- you get wins like that, you can talk about that the rest of your life, and I will, by the way. When we come back, the game day thoughts of BYU head coach Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Lahaina Civic Center on the Hawaiian island of Maui on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. Welcome back inside the Lahaina Civic Center for day one of the Maui Invitational. BYU and UCLA capping off a great first day of play. Dayton over Georgia. Virginia Tech upsets Michigan State. And Kansas easily takes care of Chaminade. The uh, BYU-UCLA survivor faces Kansas tomorrow. The loser will meet Chaminade. The Silver Swords now making uh, every other year Uh, appearances in this annual Hoops Calendar Showcase event. Both BYU and UCLA coming into this one sitting on L's losses. The Cougars suffering a gut punch setback in Boise last Wednesday. The Bruins lost a 13-point lead in a home game to Hofstra on Thursday. One of these two teams will go into tomorrow on a two-game skid. And then our pregame interview with BYU head coach Mark Pope brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The head coach talks about the what BYU will need to do to avoid that second straight setback and get back on the winning track tonight. It's been good. I mean, I got a veteran group, and so it's it's not hard to get them refocused and, and restarted. And uh, they're really excited about the opportunity they have in front of them tonight to play a great UCLA team and and see 
uh, if we can make some improvement on things that we haven't done quite as consistently and if we can continue to do some things we've done really well and come away with a victory today. What are some of the things you'd like a little more focus on from your guys? Well, on the offensive end, we talk about it all the time, just this consistency of believing in the in ball movement, right? Um, you know, UCLA switches one through five ball screens. They switch a lot of dribble handoffs. They switch a lot of actions, which gives us all kind of opportunities for mismatches. But I don't want our guys to get seduced by that, installed by that, and slowed down by that. I want to take advantage of those mismatches in the actions, not just by stopping. So we'll see see if we if, if we're growing in our belief in in moving this ball and make a play for your teammate. Uh, we need to continue, obviously, to grow on the on the glass. We've been spectacular in transition defense, and that's a huge emphasis tonight. We got to be great there. And this is a team, you know, one of the places we really struggled against Southern Utah. Uh, one of the places we really struggled against um, against Boise State was an isolation defense, and UCLA just lives in isolation. That's what they do. They yeah. just. Uh, you know, if they're not in transition, they're getting to isolation, you know, 70% of the time. And so we can't let them play. We can't guard in an isolation situation. It's got to be a one-on-three and a one-on-five all the time. Our gaps have to be great. we got to really, really anticipate the next pass so we can still be there on the catch. But our gaps and bottoms and verticality of the rim are absolutely, absolutely imperative tonight that we make some strides in that in that area. It's going to be a team thing, but Colby Lee has has quite a uh, he's, he's got a tough draw tonight with Jalen Hill. Yeah, there's no doubt. Just Jalen Hill is, I think he's almost a five offensive rebounds a game right now. He's just a monster. I mean, you look at him; he looks like he's a he looks like he's a lineman or linebacker rushing the quarterback trying to get to the rim, and he's a handful. He's he's you know they're one of the best offensive rebounding teams in the country, and that uh, is a terrifying matchup for us, but. It's what we want because we want to see if we can continue to make progress in that area. For us to become a really good team as the season grows, we have to make some progress. So why hide from it? Let's go play against the best, the, the, the guys that expose our, our weaknesses the best and see where we're at. When you get a Mick Cronin team, what do you get? Well, I've known Mick forever. He's a Coach P disciple. His teams play so hard, so tough. They live and die by deflection counts. If there's one, if there's one marker that they care about it's getting the 40 deflections every single game and that's an intense defensive effort uh, by all five guys at all times and so we know we're going to get a hard-nosed game and he's got some guys that are really really talented uh, that can really score they're incredibly athletic and long so he's got a really good roster and he's going to transform this roster over the course of the season uh, into a great team Um, we just hope we're a step ahead of him tonight we have two teams sitting on L's coming into tonight. That's going to bring a certain edge, I think, to this game. Fair enough? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it bring both. It'll bring a little bit of questioning and a, and a, and a lot of edge, hopefully. And um, that's what you expect here anyway. And so I think both teams are hungry. I think both teams believe that they can win. Uh, uh, I think both teams have a pretty good understanding of the challenge they're facing from each other. And so it should be an epic rivalry. I love this BYU-UCLA. Come on, this is special. So... Uh, our guys are living for this opportunity, and we're excited to go see what we can do. Haven't played a game yet, but how have your guys handled the unique challenge of Maui? Because there's, there, there's a lot involved in terms of getting down to business while there's still so much to enjoy. I have zero sunburn so far, so I'm really proud of that. That's, a, yeah, that's a, uh, a showing of our guys' focus on what they're doing. So we'll see how we step out tonight. It's always weird coming off a day off to play a game, uh, but I think this is a veteran group. I think they'll respond really well. and. I'm just excited to jump in and get running up and down and get a sweat. What can this week mean for this team? Well, it's going to mean the same thing as all these games do, and it's an opportunity for us to grow. It's just a matter of if we take advantage of it. 
we've clearly understood our goal from day one of this season was we have to find ways to get better every single day. And so, so far the team's been pretty committed to doing that. That doesn't mean we haven't take, learned long, hard lessons along the way. And sometimes you get a little slippage here and there. Of course, that's expected in, in growing. Growing is always messy, but I do think we're headed in a really good direction. Coach Pope, have a good one tonight. We'll talk to you post-game. Thanks, Rick. That is Coach Mark Pope and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated, but over 50 years' experience in Utah, Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. Coming up next it is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from Maui on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. Also brought to you by Utah Honda Dealers. Now let's head live to the Mobetta's courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening and aloha once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside the Lahaina Civic Center in the town of Lahaina on the island of Maui for BYU's opening game in the 2019 Maui Gym Maui Invitational. This marquee event playing host to the Cougars for a fourth time. Tonight's opponent, the UCLA Bruins, playing in Maui for a sixth time all-time. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant with you from courtside. Jason Shepard, our studio host. Our control board operator, Tanner Rawl. Our coordinating producer is Terry South. Our BYU radio engineer is Sean Fay, along with Barry Squires. And our BYU radio intern is Jeffrey Carroll. BYU Basketball Media Relations Director Kyle Chilton joining us courtside as well with Stats Help. We are coming to you live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our satellite flagship is BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. Our over-the-air flagship, KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We are also heard on network affiliates and on the BYU Cougars app, the BYU Radio app, and the KSL Radio app, plus streaming live on BYUcougars.com slash live radio. You can also hear the play-by-play archives and the highlights on the BYU Basketball Podcast, so do get that. Well, a couple ways, uh, I guess, to look at BYU's 3-2 and two start to the season. On one hand, BYU's really close to being 5-0. and oh. uh, The Cougs had a nine-point second-half lead at home to San Diego State, lost that one. BYU was in a tie game with the last possession shot to win it at Boise State, but lost that one. Two L's that could easily have been W's. On the other hand, uh, BYU is a TJ Haas buzzer beater away from having a losing record right now. So whatever your perspective, BYU is having some trouble, Mark, with uh, with end-of-game closeouts. Uh, TJ's big shot notwithstanding, of course. There have been some, some late-game issues that uh, you'd like to avoid, with a, especially a senior-heavy group. Well, they're going to have close games, as we've seen, because they're, they're a good team but not really good without Yoli. They're, they're going to be in these games in tight situations. Jake needs to be better. TJ needs to be better late, Greg. It's just that those are your two senior guys, and I think teams know that those guys are going to try and do something, so they sell out to stop them. And Jake has really struggled with turnovers in that situation. TJ's missed some shots. Of course, he made the big one, and that was awesome. But uh, they, they need to be a little bit better. And, and uh, you know, it just 
there, there doesn't seem to be a lot to it, Greg. It's like get the ball to Jake and dribble, 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 and then throw up something. Or even TJ's shot was kind of throw up something. But they need to have a little more discipline, a little more focus, run a play, execute it well, maybe go to someone else. But, yes, somebody needs to step up in those games or you're going to have uh, more of the same we saw at Boise State. Coming up next, the UCLA perspective with associate head coach Darren Savino is the Cougar st- uh, store at the BYU store. Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from Maui on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. Welcome back inside the Lahaina Civic Center on the island of Maui for BYU basketball tonight. The Cougars battling the Bruins of UCLA. A short time ago, I spoke with UCLA associate head coach Darren Savino about the Bruins taking a home loss to Hofstra before their uh, getaway to Maui and what that effect might be leading up to this tournament. Well, um... We never like to lose, so losing is not good. Um, we're not used to it as a staff. So, um, But there's a lot of things that we have to get better at, and, and Hofstra really exposed us in a lot of ways. So I'm hoping that uh, last uh, two or three days um, we, we've learned something about ourselves and things that we have to get better at. And, um, you know, we're not going to be perfect today, but that's part of this part of the, you know, this early these early games in the season is to kind of find out who you are and improve and, mm-hmm. and, and BYU poses a challenge. What's gotten the most attention in the days leading up to this tournament for you guys? Well, um, you know, we take one, ga- we take one game at a time. We're, we're new. The staff is new. Coach Cronin is uh, just took over and we're trying to establish a, a culture of how we want things done. Um, and, and it's going to take some time. So we're really focusing on that part of it for us, trying to become a better defensive team trying to become a smarter team and uh, hopefully if we do that we'll start winning some games is it an overgeneralization to say that that coach cronin's early days or weeks or months are, are primarily defensively focused i mean you've got to score points to win i know but is that is that fair to say that it's going to be a hallmark well it's it's something that we've always done and i've been with them 11 years and that's why we have won in the past is we're, we're a great defensive team or at least we try to be right and um should be no different here. It's just something that we have to take uh, a lot of pride in and try to get the guys to understand that that is the key to winning, is to becoming a great defensive team, becoming a smart team. Um, so the defense was there, but also limiting our turnovers. Uh, last year's team, UCLA's team, was a high turnover team. Even though they scored a lot of points, they still turned the ball over a lot. So that was something that we, on a, from an offensive standpoint, that we're trying to get better at is taking care of the ball, uh, un, no unforced turnovers, which we are doing, which we have to eliminate. So it's been a big focus on what we're trying to do. Most coaches and or staffs would uh, really like the situation you guys have in that so much experience returned, stuck around, bought in, and, and you get to uh, pick up with a pretty, a pretty strong veteran group. Yeah, well... We, we, we do have some guys back, but we have guys that are playing completely different roles. Mm. So last year's team, they lost three of their top, three scorers, top right? scorers and top rebounders and top assist man. And we're inserting guys like Tiger Campbell is a, a redshirt freshman. He didn't even practice last year. And that's the he, point. He had the injury, right? He had yeah. the injury. He got it in October, so he literally didn't practice the whole year. Um, and really didn't start working out with us until full go until early September, late August. So it's a big learning curve for him, and he's being asked to do a lot as a freshman that really didn't do much last year. So we have some growing pains. Even though we do have a 
you know, 10 scholarship guys back. Sharif O'Neal is another guy that was a freshman last year, didn't practice. He had a heart surgery. Right, yeah. And so we have a lot of guys that are playing different roles, and it's going to take some time to figure it out. Okay, quick thought or two on uh, on this BYU team that comes in uh, off a loss as well before heading yeah. to Maui. I have the ultimate respect for them. I, I, you know, I've coached at New Mexico back in the early 2000s. I understand how much pride BYU has in their basketball program, so it doesn't surprise me that they'll be a competitive team every single year. But the uh, thing that I was impressed with this year is we played Houston. They were in our league. They were a big rival. And mm-hmm. I know how hard it is to go to Houston and win. Now which they did. Yeah. And they did. So right there, instant uh, respect. T- um, excuse me. Tough road win. Uh, they got competitive guys. They got an older group. They're smart. They know how to, they know how to play, what they want to do and accomplish. So it's going to be a challenge. They're not going to beat themselves. We're going to have to play really well to beat them. How does this program, the UCLA program, view this week as a springboard for whatever comes next? Yeah, I, we don't try not to look at those type of things. I, we're excited to be here. It's a, it's a prestigious event, right? And it's one of the one of the elite um, holiday tournaments, you know, Thanksgiving tournament in the country. So it's it's exciting for that part. But we just have to worry about one day, one game at a time. That's our approach. Um, obviously, we like to win all three games, but right now our focus is on playing really well tonight and do what we can do to beat BYU. Coach Savino, I appreciate the preview. Thanks for your time, and have a great week. You got it. Good luck. That is UCLA Associate Head Coach Darren Savino. Time now for You Be the Judge, brought to you by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. Last time BYU came to Maui, this BYU player set a new single-game record for most three-point field goals in a game. Who was the player? How many threes did he hit? The answer next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Time now for the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge feature brought to you by Legally Mine. The last time BYU came to Maui, this BYU player set a new single-game record for most threes in a game. Who was the player and how many threes did he hit? The answer, Chase Fisher. Chase with, Fisher. With ten. With ten. Final words, the Cougar Tip-Off Show next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. The Cougars' last two wins in Maui have come against Chaminade. The Cougars look to avoid Chaminade tomorrow by beating UCLA tonight. This has been the Cougar Tip-Off Show, the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from the Maui Invitational on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.